Welcome to Rolling Misadventures, where a group of podcasters take time away from their respective shows to sit down and play Fiasco. I am your host, Derek, once again joined by Megan. Hello. And Charles. Hello. Wow, way to just, way to take all of my energy and just piss it away. I had, I had something funny that I wanted to do there, but I decided at the last moment to do something very serious. Now I'm curious, what was the funny thing? I was just gonna say two two mice fall into a vat of cream. <laughs> no, they don't fall into a vat of cream. They churn it into cream. They fall into a bucket of cream and then they churn that cream into butter. Oh, fine, whatever. And I was gonna say that and it was not, it was not going to be funny. It was not going to be funny. <laughs> I know Christopher Walken says it. I don't remember Catch what Catch me if from. you can. The Leonardo DiCaprio story. Thank you. Because that would bother me. <laughs> it's his documentary. <laughs> it's the documentary about Leonardo DiCaprio <laughs> and his father, Christopher Walken. A better father-son duo there never was. Right. We are continuing with our Cloning Around sequel, this being Act 4 of this story. Yes. And the story starts off with two mice (laughs) (laughs) who fall into a bucket of cream. Uh, Those, those, those mice. (laughs) I can't stop laughing. Hey, all right, all right, all right. The story starts off. With our good friends Leonardo DiCaprio and Christopher Walken. <laughs> Christopher Walken, Leonardo DiCaprio. Leonardo DiCaprio uh, starts realizing that if he writes checks and puts the rounding number as in a, to a different state, he can cash those checks and make a bunch of money. And then somehow he becomes a pilot. Now Tom Hanks. Tom Hanks is there too. <laughs> Tom Hanks. Tom Hanks realizes that something's funny here, something somebody's stealing some money, but he doesn't realize that it's a 13-year-old child. <laughs> but this child goes and he stops becoming a pilot because Tom Hanks is onto him. And Leonardo DiCaprio, a 13-year-old boy. <laughs> Was this a fucking sequel to What's Eating Gilbert Grape? No, yes. it's, it's the adult no. version of Blank Check. Yeah, so Leonardo DiCaprio, our 13-year-old boy, uh, goes off and meets uh, the, the f- Martin Sheen. And Martin Sheen, famous lawyer Martin Sheen, uh, is his daughter is like, Hey, you're a lawyer too? And Leonardo DiCaprio's like, Yep, I'm 13 and I'm a lawyer. <laughs> and then she's like, do you, wanna, do you wanna bone? And he's like, yeah. So they get married and they bone. But they don't get married because she finds out that he's 13 years old. <laughs> and that is... <laughs> That is the story of Duck. Catch me if you can. <laughs> in the past episode, and instead you give us, mind you, a very good recap of the film. Catch me if you can. Do you know? Do you know the worst part about this is? Is we just played the last last hour and a half, and I have a better recap of Catch Me If You Can. Which I've seen once. (laughs) Once. (laughs) 
that I that I do our fucking podcast. See, this is why I was waiting to record the uh, Would You Rather Patreon bonus for after this, because I knew we were going to get to this point. <laughs> okay, so uh, we have our good friend, uh, Chester. Uh, Chester Tiberius. Your friend and mine. Uh, who is... Your friend and mine, our all of our together, good friend Chester Tiberius. He's in jail. He's in the Supermax. Somehow, John, our good friend JDC053, the 53rd clone, I guess. Yes, that's the story that we played the last time. Uh, breaks Chester out and punch, then punches him in the face to knock him out. For reasons that have yet to be revealed. So Chester and... John go to Taco Bell and say, Hey, Taco Bell, how are you? And Taco Bell says, Fuck you, bud. We're not doing this thing. And Chester's, or uh, uh, Gene's like, No, we're, yep, it's happening. You're going to do it. And Taco Bell says, Okay, I guess. And then there's a lot of apologizing where we say, We're sorry to each other, that we love each other very dearly, that we are all really close. And then we realize that uh, through a scene with the vile, the violet killer, because he's still on the loose, the vicious, mysterious violet killer. Uh, he's actually with Gene, and whoever's in the car is not. And then we get out of the car, and we got spotlights on our faces, and now we're here <laughs> in this moment together. Twenty minutes later. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Charles is in charge of all future recaps. <laughs> why? I hate it so much. And this is why you go back and listen to Act 1 before, instead of just hopping in <laughs> for the recap on Act 2. Yeah. Exactly. It's not my fault. Fuck you guys. It is absolutely your fault. <laughs> uh, so since then, we have rolled our tilts. Uh, we have failure. Fear leads to a faithful decision. And tragedy, pain followed by confusion. Mm. Always good times down down at the Rolling Misadventures farm. Down at the Clone Boy farm, <laughs> where we grow, <laughs> we grow, we grow plots, we grow Clone Boys, we grow, we grow listenership because everybody wants to listen to Charles <laughs> recap the fucking. <laughs> We grow, we grow movies cream. that he's seen once. We grow cream that we then churn into fun. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so uh, with Charles' wonderful recap out of the way, does anyone have a scene they'd like to start <laughs> Act 2 with? Um, I think we start this, this thing off quick, right? So the last one was a lot of apologies, a lot of character things. We should just jump right into it. Okay, so here, so we start the scene. Yeah, we start the scene. The spotlights come on. Um, we look at John, who's sort of maybe backing away now. We had that realization where you're like, hey, what's with your hand? When did you get that fixed? And he didn't even respond. There was just... And maybe Chester would be like, you know, like, hey, what's what's going on, bud? Like, what's happening? But Taco Bell is already in, like, fight or flight mode. And without knowing exactly what your weapon is, they just kind of grab it from you, and they just level it at, at fake John is just like, alright, what the fuck, what, what the fuck's going on? John just has this sinister smile on his face, his both eyes start to glow. Oh. Ah, God damn it. Fuck, this isn't John. Hmm. I finally got his name right, too. 
Yeah, uh, hey, John, buddy, I... This isn't, this isn't, Chester, this is not John. Cool, it's not, you, you and I both agree this is not John? Yes, we need to run now, I'm going to shoot this gun at him. No, yeah, we're shooting this fucking gun at him right now. And so he shoots the jelly gun, and... I think it works the first time. Okay, yeah, so it works, so it shoots this, like, kind of electric-y, taser-y jelly goo, uh, at, at fake John. As it just encapsulates him... And as you mentioned, it was electrified. You see the uh, violet eyes just fade out as he drops. Oh, shit. So we know that this gun's going to work on everybody. So we got that going for us. Yeah, uh, that's just about the only thing we have going for us. We need to get the fuck out of here. Get back in the car. Okay. And uh, uh, Chester gets back into the car. I can't. Chester, I can't start the car. He did something to it. Are you are you sure it's it, he did it? It's not just the car because this car is kind of a piece of shit. It dude. is not a piece of shit. It is vintage. Fuck you, man. We just hugged it out. Don't don't rag on the car. All right. Hey, what year is this car? What year is this car? Twenty twenty three. Jeez, that's like that's like sixty years, my dude. It's a clap. You know what? Oh, fuck. Okay, we need to run. We need to run. Look. We got our speak up. Let's just here. Let's just get into the building, and maybe we can find another. We can find another ride in there. Let's go in through the garage. Maybe there's another vehicle we can take. We got we got our good jelly laser gun. Like clearly this was a fucking trap. I wish I just stayed in my goddamn roach hole. Like let's just go. Come on. Let's go. And so they run for it. And so now are there people behind the flashing lights? Uh, you see a set of like multiple sets of various colored eyes. Everything about this. This is like a. This is like some kind of taste. Taste the death rainbow. And I think you try to fire the gun one last time, and it does not work. Tiberius, you had like another gun, right? Like this was not the only gun, right? You got other guns, right? Uh, I just escaped from jail. I had five minutes of awake time before said mission. I found a gun in five minutes. You should be thankful, motherfucker. You know what? That's fair and valid, and the fact that John wanted us to go to the the HPD mind control center without stopping for like supplies or weapons first really should have tipped us off that not all was was right in Cloneville. That should have been a big hint for us. Um, I don't know how many more rounds this thing's got, but we gotta, like, fight our way to the front, and so then there, we get there, and then there's the very large, beefy one, and it's like, ooh, that's a, that's an extra-sized boy. Okay, um, alright, Tiberius, I'm gonna fire a shot at him, you try to get around behind the door, and, and, and just keep going, alright? Yeah, sounds good. Alright, and so it's like, eat, eat jelly, you butt-ass. And it just slams back like the kickback is insane and it sends Taco Bell like flying across the room and he just lands wham onto the ground okay now what (laughs) (laughs) that's a real good question (laughs) I think I think we need a scene between uh Jean and Violet Killer where it's kind of like Empire no, not Empire. It'd be Revenge. Some kind of, like, a- explanation sort of thing. Like, maybe uh, right. the two of them see uh, Tiberius and Taco Bell being, like, brought in on, like, the monitors right. or something. And then the ensuing right. exactly. conversation. And I'm thinking, like, it's like the scene, like, and now your friends shall die. Kind <laughs> of a scene. 
with with uh, with John. Yeah, so we cut back to that uh, unfinished room at the top of the tower, and John's just staring intently at a monitor after he had seen all the commotion from below. Because, it, like we said, it was like 200 floors or hundreds of floors. So he saw spotlights fly on, but didn't know why. Mm-hmm. And so he runs over... He runs over to watch a monitor and he sees the fight go down with Taco Bell and Chester. And just very confused, he turns to the Violet Killer. He's like, what What? what are What are they doing here? I invited them here. Not really invited, per se. I tricked them here so that we could kill them because of loose ends. Loose ends? I mean, you had everything you needed. You had an out with Chester being in prison. Yeah, but people get out of prison. You know how people do when they serve their time? I mean, the motto of the prison was, fuck you, this is future jail. (laughs) (laughs) So, um, yeah, the the, the Violet Killer, you know, says, yeah, and you know, Taco Bell, he's not in jail. He's just, he disappeared into the wind and finding them both, tricking them both, kind of a good idea to... Get him dead, and that's why that's why they're here. Do you want to go see it happen? Uh, yeah, I, yes. I mean, I haven't seen them in the last couple of years since you've had me captive. Yeah, let's. Uh, it's not a captive. Let's just not use that word. That's not the a good way to call it. Let's just say you've been living here with some. Let's call it house arrest. You were grounded. Let's just say it like that. Grounded? You're not my real dad. <laughs> oh, I love him. I have more in common with you than that that Chester fellow over there, so maybe I am a little bit more like your father. John just... I, he just goes staring back at the monitor. Uh, look, it, at the very least, you'll, you'll let me see him before you kill him. Yeah? Yeah, I'll let you see him. I don't think that I'll let you talk to him because... Last time you three were together, uh, I almost ended up dead. Remember that? Oh, I remember it very well. Yeah, we're not going to let that happen. But you are very welcome to see him. Yeah, you get to watch your daddy die horribly. <laughs> but do we want to do a scene of uh, you guys? Oh, like waking up in prison? Yeah, and I don't know, like John could show up to come see you like in the middle of that scene? Yeah, sure. Okay. So wait, are we guarded or are we just being held somewhere? I think we're thrown into a room. I think it, like, emulates the scene at the beginning where uh, Chester is thrown into jail, but it's two people this time. Obviously a different guard, but it kind of, like, emulates that same scene. Okay. Taco Bell's knocked the fuck out from uh, the gun incident. Oh, fuck. Uh, Chester goes up to Taco Bell and checks for pulse, makes sure that's good, makes sure checks for blood, no blood. You got a big old bump on your you got you bonked your nog dude bonk bonk the nog bonked it so hard you bonked your nog so hard um but he is he is uh, checking up on you and he says Taco Bell you okay you, you, you there Chester mm. oh. yeah man do you remember my name oh. do you remember yours I really wish I didn't <laughs> yeah, so you're okay. Um, I had the craziest dream that your clone son 
showed up, recruited us for some kind of yeah. commission, and then betrayed us, and then we got beat up by some very large clone boys. That was that was a dream, right? No. Fuck. Yeah, I'm. I don't. I don't know what to say or. I think I think fuck sums it up pretty well. Fuck does sum it up. Like fuck the situation. We are fucked. Fuck them. What do you think's going on? Who do you? I mean, I guess it's got it's got to be the, the the Violet Killer, right? Yeah. I mean, so here's my thought. I think we were brought here to be taken care of, so that there's no loose ends. It makes sense. Did you run in jail? And Let's rehash the thing we just said. <laughs> um, look, Tiberius, I don't want to, uh, I don't want to say anything too too hurtful. I know this is like, you know, I've been doing this whole new, new year, new me kind of thing, but uh, I think your Robo son fucked us. I think that thing that he was saying about the the. The glitch in the programming code, the mutation or whatever the hell that terms them all evil. I think that switched on or something, and he fucked us. TV, the only thing that I can think of that might be a silver lining is the last time we were in this situation, uh, he fucked up his hand royally, and uh, his hand is perfectly fine like nothing and i mean like i guess if there were surgery involved or something maybe that would be something i don't know i'm sorry wait 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 is the silver lining to us being trapped in the hpd facility uh, probably about to die tricked by your clone son and the silver lining is well you know he fixed his hand up real good no, the silver lining might be that it wasn't him. That's not much of a silver lining, bud. And as you guys are having this conversation uh, through this, I guess the, the, the doorway to this like white room that you guys have been thrown into is kind of like one of those ballistic plastics. Like, think Magneto style. Okay. And you see someone who recognizes the Violet Killer with his two glowing eyes and where he had been shot in the face, all of the skin is just like a char across that. And you see Jean uh, being led by him towards the door. Oh, look. Well. Look, it's big. It's it's big evil and baby evil. That's nice. Great. He looks sad. And the Violet Killer looks at him and says, you know, that's them. You gotta see him. Now we get to go back. Taco Bell waves and then gives him the finger. Uh, the Violet Killer does the exact same thing, but with two hands. <laughs> and I think John goes to just wave, just to be a smartass. But he has his uh, his missing hand. He's using that arm. And just like looks and then puts his arm back down. Oh, good. See, that one's definitely yours. And, he, and he's still standing next to the Violet Killer. Good silver lining. Yeah. And then suddenly... Uh, as the Violet Killer goes to lead him away, John stops, looks up at him, and with his good hand just clocks him. Oh, whoa, oh. And you see him rustling through like his uh, pockets to grab something. And after he does, the door opens up. Whoa, sh- shit. Guys, come on. We, we got to get you out of here. They're going to kill you. Yeah, yeah, we figured. Um, What the fuck? 
fuck is going on? Look, I, I, I can't explain right here. We gotta get out. No, I'm, I'm not going anywhere. I'm sorry. I, I, you, maybe not you. I don't know. You broke me out of jail. What are you talking about? And then you tricked us into coming here. You also punched a hole through my door, but you know, it's just, and you broke my car. You know, there's just a lot going on. And with all of this, I don't even know if you are my son. I don't know what the fuck is going on. So, no, Jean, whatever you want to call yourself, I'm not going anywhere. I've been stuck in this damn tower since right after you guys disappeared. You left me without knowing where to go. Well, to be, to be fair, <laughs> I left you. Chester got forcibly taken away and arrested. What am I going to do out in this world knowing nothing about what's going on, nothing, knowing nothing about society, and then to have Taco Bell just abandon me? What do you think was going to happen? Yeah, that was a that was that was a dick move on my part, but I wasted my heartfelt apology on the evil version of you. So that's just an unfortunate thing for all of us, but does any do, do any of you, well, not you, Chester. Um do you have a gun on you? He looks around. No. Well, that's not great. And so he, the, they walk over, they kick the uh, unconscious violet killer in the head. Y'all figure this shit out. I'm out of here, and uh, I'm going to tackle the first clone motherfucker I see, take his gun, and try not to die. Chester, I said I was going to keep you safe, man, so you can come with me right now. I mean, you could say that you can come with me if you want to live. I've got an idea, and I think I think we should hang out here for just a couple more minutes, if that's okay, Taco Bell. You got two minutes, dude, and I don't want to leave you here, but but I will. I, I, but I don't want to. Shit, just, just talk. Just talk, talk before I change my fucking mind. Uh, we've got an unconscious person here. Person in charge. Why don't we, uh, Ask him a few questions while he is under duress, if you catch my drift. Do, do we have time for that? Man, do we have time for anything? All right, all right, all right, all right. Where was John? Yeah. Fuck. I don't know if I can trust anything that's going to come out of your mouth, but where, where are you guys holed up? The top floor, it's still under construction, but it's got security monitors watching the whole place. All right, let's take his unconscious ass to the top floor and we'll do it there. And then that way, at least we can keep an eye on anybody coming up, coming to try and get us or something, all right? As you guys drag him to the elevator, the doors open up, and there's an old man sitting in there with a bow tie. <laughs> well, hello there, boys. Where, what floor are you going to? <laughs> <laughs> I love this character who just, like, follows through with anything, yep. even though it's, like, obviously they have a prisoner. <laughs> like, they're holding his boss unconscious. <laughs> Look, I, I don't know about a lot of things. I just know the elevator goes up and down and someone has to make it go. <laughs> <laughs> Let's keep it moving. One scene left for each of us in Aftermath. So uh, we sit him down. Charles interrogates himself. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to play the violent killer. So it'd be like, we are interrogating him. But also, Chester is there. Well, this makes sense, since this was all, this was 
Taco Bell's whole fucking thing from the beginning was catching the Violet Killer. Right. So I guess Taco Bell maybe like smacks him awake or it's like smack. Oh God, Jesus, fucking fuck. Wakey, wakey, eggs and fuck you. God, yeah, I'm fucking, I'm fucking awake, you pieces of shit. <sighs> oh my God, I have been waiting for this for longer than you have any idea. You son of a bitch. <laughs> oh man, I'm I'm actually kind of giddy right now. Like I was I was kind of upset earlier, but uh I'm feeling really good right now. Oh yeah. Yeah, I'm glad. I'm glad. I'm glad you are feeling fine. I'm going to back to, uh, I'm, I'm going to hit you one more time just just for funsies. Come on, talk about we, we got guards on their way up here. All right, all right, all right, all right. What the fuck's going on? Uh trying to kill you that's what's going on okay yeah but i'm going to assume that there are like look <laughs> no one likes to think that they're the center of the universe than me trust me but i assume there's something bigger at work going on here i mean isn't that always the case especially with sequels <laughs> <laughs> look guards are coming we don't have time to be meta what, what is this building even for you know what? How about if I just, you know, be as meta as humanly possible because there are going to be guards coming right up here once they realize that you're gone. They're going to find me and they're going to take care of you. So I'm just going to just chill. <sighs> and Taco Bell's like scanning around. They just see, I guess it just got left in a corner or something. It's it's the jelly gun that clearly doesn't work anymore. And... Uh, they press it up against the, the Violet Killer, like, just right right to the chest, and it's like, okay, the guards will come, and they'll probably kill us, because there's a lot of them, but before they do, I will have so much time to uh, electric jellify your fucking Violet ass, so, um, how about you talk? Well, I mean, you're gonna die anyways, so, yeah, I'll talk. Um, what should I talk about? How was your day? How was your day going? What's going on at this facility? Ah, <sighs> uh, Um, I... You know how we were trying to clone people, right? You know, you know that? Y- yeah, yeah, we, yeah, we noticed. Okay, um, and then they, they power up the gun. Running out of time here, pal. Well, so... We we perfected it, right? We perfected the cloning. We can just clone it, and we cloned a few of ourselves. That's boring as fuck. So I thought that it would be a good idea. So instead of cloning more of us, but yeah, I mean we're 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 good old sexy beefy beefy boys. And have you seen? Have you seen that dick? Oh my goodness! Yes, I have seen it. It's it's fantastic. That's really not the point right now. Um, you got five, you got five more seconds. Okay, fine. It's a cloning facility. You want to clone a bunch of people? Yeah. And, and that's, that's, that's the gist of it, huh? Yes, to bring, you know, this is housing, you know, this is, this is where people come to find housing, that kind of stuff. We started starting it small and we've, we've done a few tests here and there. Um, however, uh, we're just cloning people and replacing them. Okay. That's what we've that's what we've been doing for a hot minute. We've been working with with people 
you know, in some of these housing complexes, we've been working with the prison system to clone people and replace them there. And as he kind of says that, our, our good friend uh, Chester kind of like pops his neck a little bit, looks a little bit more uncomfortable about this whole situation. Okay, so I guess that's, uh, that's the gist of that. So here's the deal. We're going to blow this place up and we're going to kill all the clones in it and you're going to die. And so then they take the gun, which they already know isn't going to fire anyway, and they just beat them over the head with it. And it, he's not knocked out just yet. He just <laughs> It's not going to matter. There's already a bunch of us out there. You blow this place up, it's not going to do shit. <sighs> okay, yeah, well then we'll get... I guess we'll have to institute the Blade Runner program or something, but we'll burn that bridge when we come to it. And for now, I'll just have to settle for the deep personal satisfaction that's going to come with burning you. And then they wax him one more time. And I want uh, Chester to grab the gun. Yo, dude, what the? It starts and starts beating him to death. And he's like, am I a fucking clone? He's like, am I a fucking clone, you piece of shit? And like, like to the point where his head is just barely holding on. Like he has beaten this man to death. And and as you're doing this, John rushes up. Dad, dad, stop. (sighs) Tiberius, is there something you want to tell me? Did you fucking hear him? He said that they were they were testing clones in places. I don't know, man. What you, you were you were you were in the cling for like a hot minute, man. When would you have been like it does it, it doesn't even make sense. You're you. I I have never seen anyone else walking around with your your terrible ugly face. Yeah, but my eyes are still intact, so um I'm I'm not busting open one of your eyes, dude. This is this is insane. This is insane. Yeah, but I, it may be a good idea to both of you. John takes a couple steps back and over at the console lifts up one of the, uh, one of the guns that were in the area left over. What? You mean there were working guns in this room? God damn it. It may be a good idea to, if for some reason, Taco Bell, let me, let me, I know, I know, but it may be a good idea to tie me down just in case I am some sort of villain or some shit that we didn't know about. That doesn't make any that, that doesn't make any sense at all. His eyes work. What? He was shot in the face. Alright, this is insane. Here, come on. Let's let's burn this mother to the ground and we could have a we could have a ideological discussion about the ethics of, of human cloning another day. You know, I said I said I said I was gonna make you two fucking dip. I was gonna keep you two fucking dipshits safe to make up for how I fucked us before. Hey, John. Yeah. Uh, can you aim right for the eye? And he holds the gun up. Shit. And we roll. We need a roll right now. <laughs> uh, yep, we'll roll this. Let's go uh, take a quick intermission, and we'll be back with the aftermath. <sighs> oh my god, I hate this. This is the intermission. Welcome to the intermission. Hey. 
Uh, welcome to the intermission. I figured that I would change it up a little bit this week because I am on vacation. And because of that, my brain has done that weird click from work to play mode. And this is what's coming out of it. Uh, you also may have noticed that this episode is out a little bit early this time around. And there's a reason for that. But before I get to that, I want to make sure that I give a special thank you to our wonderful, amazing, beautiful, lovely patrons that help make this show possible like Kate, Ben, and Sarah. Thank you guys so much for helping us pay for our hosting costs and things like that. It really is appreciated. And because of this, we're able to like upgrade gear and things like that to make sure that the show sounds that much better for everybody else. So thank you guys. Uh, for those of you who are not on the shoutouts and you want to help support us and make this show possible as well, make sure to visit patreon.com slash rolling misadventures, where honestly, for as little as a dollar a month, you help us out immensely. Like that $1 is greatly appreciated. Uh, if you're able to throw a few more bucks our way every month, you get special bonus content, like behind the scenes setups, like for this episode specifically. Uh, also, uh, Psych Evals of Characters, as well as us playing other games, which I have something really fun planned for the next episode on that one, but I'm not gonna spoil it. Uh, anyway, the reason that this episode is out early is because I am attending PAX West this weekend, so Friday through Monday. And as such, I wanted to make sure this got up and out there without a problem. I know I could have scheduled it and things like that, but I figured I'm on vacation mode. I'm enjoying myself, so let's put something out for you guys to enjoy. Uh, for anybody that is attending PAX West, make sure to hit us up on Twitter at R Misadventures. That's the letter R and the word Misadventures. Uh, I'm going to have stickers and stuff on me, so make sure you hit us up because I would love to see you and hand some stickers out, things like that, just to say hi and meet some listeners. I think it would be amazing. I'm also doing something that I'm not sure how much I can talk about at PAX, uh, so once I have more details on that, I will make sure to fill that in in the intermission. But Anyway, uh, this intermission is going on way longer than I planned. Enjoy the episode. We had an absolute blast revisiting the sequel, the cloning around arc, doing a sequel in it. It was just a lot of fun being able to revisit some of our past characters. It's something we don't normally get a chance to do. But anyway, we're going to run a quick little promo and get you guys right back into the story. Greetings, interstellar travelers from Point Zero Star, a sci-fi RPG adventure with five humble Canadians as your hosts. Follow the crew of the Mary Shelley, Vinyl Flyway. I would just hate it if we walked in there, you know, with like a gun, and then she shot us with our own gun. Kays. You'll have to excuse me, Coachella, but <laughs> I'm going to have to uh, cut our lunch short. Coachella's my sister. Nyx Nedra. And she looks up at Nyx, and she's studying you for a sec, just eyeing you up. I flex. And the daring captain, Rust Duckers. And he's like, that that's you, right? Um, yeah. Yeah, it is. And, uh, you know, if you ever hear anybody talking about it, just remind them who you sold this thing to. They're just trying to earn some thread and stay under the radar, but things haven't worked out that way so far. Look for Point Zero Star on iTunes or wherever you receive podcast transmissions. And we are back. We have rolled our aftermaths. Uh, John DeCurtis got an eight black, nothing to write home about. Uh, Lieutenant Taco Bell got a two white of Merciless. 
Womp, womp. <laughs> Chester L. Tiberius got a seven black of pathetic. Mm-hmm. What's new? I think that's what I normally get is Charles has a tendency of just being a pathetic boy. Oh, sad, pathetic, beefy boy. Aw. It makes you feel better. Derek's usually dead. Yeah, usually. <laughs> I think we... He shoots you in the eye. Oh, fuck. Oh, fuck. Oh, oh, fuck. Oh, fuck. I got shot in the face. Oh, my God. Oh, fucking see, I told you. I told you this was going to be fine. You goddamn idiot. <laughs> you saved me, me in the eye. I don't have an eye anymore. Jesus Christ. I don't know what to do. Your eye survived the last time. Yeah, but not this one. You shot it again. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't tell me which one to shoot. Uh, you just shot at me in the fucking eye. I, I don't blame you. I asked you to do it. It's fine. It's fine. <sighs> right, come on. Talk about we got to get him out. <sighs> All right. Well, yeah, but yeah, we still got guards coming. We're running out of time. And this this whole place is still... It's still running. It's still a thing. <sighs> Look, we can worry about that next time. There's... Okay, no. What? There's not going to be... There's not going to be a next time. I fucked everything up last time because I ran for it. Because I ditched my partner and his robot cybernetic son. And I'm not going to do it again. You get your stupid half-blind dad out of here, and I'm going to blow this motherfucker to the ground. I think he just walks over to Taco Bell and hands them uh, the key card that he had gotten off the Violet Killer. This will get you into the console. All right. Well, I don't know how quickly... This, this thing's gonna go when I light it up, so get moving. Fast. And they do. They get in the elevator. The old man there that we have now deemed in our uh, <laughs> off mic as uh, Mr. Botiman. Oh, you boys uh, looking to go down? I'm pretty sure this whole place is gonna get down. We gotta get out of here. Oh, well, that sounds very serious. I'll uh, get us down there in a jiffy. And before he closes the door, Taco Bell turns and he's like, Tiberius? Yeah. You are so fucking dumb. But I'm sorry that I landed you in jail, man. I'm sorry that I was so dumb that I ended up with you dead, my dude. We got the Violet Killer, though. That's, that is true. He's gone. Okay, get the fuck out of here for real now. All right. I love you, man. I love you, too. I didn't hear you. What was that? No. What did you say? I love, I love, I love you, too. No, I mean, you have to enunciate the words. I love you, Two. I'm going to go blow myself up now. Get fucked. <laughs> and the door's shut. The elevator takes off. It just rockets down. And uh, Taco Bell uses the keycard, gets to the console. Let's light this bitch up. And they press all of the buttons. And I think we fast forward to a uh, scene of Chester and Jean kind of lying low. Maybe in Tiberius's old bunker. Or uh, Taco Bell's old bunker, and they flip on the news. Hello, everyone. This is future newscaster Aiden Robo LeBeau. Crisis down at the HPD headquarters as the whole thing caught fire and exploded. In other news, the Violet Killer, Chester Tiberius, escaped last week and is currently on the loose. 
Are the two events connected? We'll find out right after this. To save you time, the answer is no. <laughs> but, but first, we talk to Mrs. McMasterfield about how her robo-cat got stuck in a future tree in a heartwarming story that you're sure to love. So you guys are watching the TV, and I guess, yeah, since you're in Taco Bell's hideout, there's like a bang. So there's a banging on the door, and it's like... Oh, uh, well, uh... Hello? What? This is my house. Can I please come into my house? John just runs over and throws the door open. Taco Bell. Hey! Johnny, Johnny, John, Jonathan. Jonathan Day, Curtis Thomas. Yeah. Ow, you blew up in the tower. Oh, man, would you... Here's the thing, before I did, I pressed like 50 buttons, and one of them was an escape pod. Is that not wild and awesome? It is. The answer is it's both wild and awesome. That's that's the answer you're looking for. Uh, Chester? Hey, uh... Tiberius, how's the... Ooh. Oh, oh, that's... That's still looking real nasty, my dude. That's still healing, huh? Hey, uh, hey Taco Bell. Um, I've got a question for you. Sure. I mean, I I hoped that you know we would have like a, a hug moment, but we can start there. I I know that you're a big fan of '80s music, but I've got a question for you. Yep. Why are you wearing those sunglasses at night, my dude? Uh, so I can see. I can't remember the rest of that line. <laughs> can you take them off for me? Ah, <sighs> uh, fine. If it gets me in, and uh, they whip off the sunglasses and they have normal eyes. Can I come into my house now? Yeah. Cool. Because I'm really fucking hungry, and I think we could all go out and get some potato olays. And so they all go in, and then we get that moment where Taco Bell looks back at the camera that's not there, and their eyes just very briefly flash violet. Next year on Rolling Misadventures... (laughs) I liked I liked doing sequels. This was fun. Yeah, this was fun. That'll go ahead and do it for this uh, story arc. In the meantime, uh, make sure to check out our other shows. You can check out my cyber true crime discussion with Kate from Ignorance is Bliss over at our new show, Life World, which you can find on any podcatcher of your choice. Cyber crime. <laughs> you know what that sounds like? Do you know what that sounds like? That sounds like a spinoff of CSI. It does! <laughs> Hi, welcome to CSI Cybercrime! <laughs> Alright, Charles, you do a show too, don't you? Yeah, it's called Talk and Roll. It's back, baby! And we got new episodes every other week. Every opposite week of of Rolling Misadventures now, because that got weird for a bit for me. What, that, that Talk and Roll, <laughs> Odo Lit Class, and Rolling Misadventures all dropped on the same week? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So now, now we are we are opposite Sundays of Rolling Misadventures. So if you get tired of listening to me there, you can go to my other show and listen to me there and get more tired of me doing shit. And you you could never get tired of me, which is why you should go listen to more of me and also my co-host RJ at Ono Lit Class, where you can learn all about books. <laughs> Just book, Great. Book. Books, book, books and ding-dongs. That's it. We are the internet's number one purveyor of book and penile humors. And you can listen to us at onalickglass.com or wherever you uncover podcasts in the cursed tomb 
of King King Podcast Tut. And of course, links to all of those in our show notes or at rollingmisadventures.com. But guys, let's go ahead and get the hell out of here. Please. <laughs> I long for death. <laughs> Then our good friend John brings uh, Chester to Taco Bell. (laughs) He brings him to Taco Bell and he gets him a cheesy Gordita Crunch. (laughs) And then that's it. That's the episode. It was a heartfelt story about a father and son bonding over lunch. Taco Bell. (laughs) Guys. I'm dead now. Why? Why did you ask me to do this? Charles is never allowed. I'm dying. Okay, either Charles is never allowed to do it again, or Charles is the only one who has to do the recaps always from now on.